Hey everyone, welcome back to Studs and Duds Sports. AJ back here with Gorilla. We're going to break down all of your week eight NFL action. Gorilla, how did you uh, enjoy the Thursday game? I, I thought it was a fantastic game. I was a little bit off in my picks. Uh, I thought that the, the lack of receivers due to COVID were going to hamper the Packers a little bit more than they did. I also didn't count on uh, Cardinals receiver AJ Green uh, retiring mid route. Uh, <laughs> I was a little bit, I was a little bit off about that. I, I'm hoping they call Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Let's bring him back. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, but that, uh, that game is just a sample and hopefully uh, a preview of all of the things to come this week. There's some really good games on the slate this week. There's some that are not so enticing uh, either fantasy wise or viewing wise for that matter. Um, but do you want to, should we start breaking these down? Yeah, why don't you hit us with the first 1 o'clock game? All right, the first 1 o'clock game is one of those not-so-competitives but still has good fantasy options in it. Give me the Bengals at the Jets. Uh, Bengals are favored by 10.5 with an over-under at 42.5. So Vegas thinks the Bengals are going to do most of the scoring in this one, and the Jets are just going to maybe take the field. Uh, My stud in this one is going to be Joe Mixon. Last week, the passing game took over for the Bengals as they shocked the Ravens. This week, Joe Mixon gets a great matchup against the Jets defense, ranked 32nd out of 32 teams that would be last in points allowed to running backs. Uh, They're averaging like 28 points given up or something ridiculous like that to opposing running backs. Uh, The Bengals are going to be playing from ahead in this one quite a bit, uh, and I expect Joe Mixon to get plenty of work in this one. I'm dudding. Every New York Jet, don't start any of them. I, I don't care who you have. I, I don't care who you think you have. Don't start any of them. Corey Davis, great volume play. Yep, if he gets open, doesn't matter. Not playing him. You want to know why? Mike White is starting for the New York Jets. Yeah, Mike White. I don't know who he is either. He came in last week in uh, replacement of Zach Wilson, who's out again this week. Uh, I know that the Jets just traded for Joe Flacco. They're saying he's not going to play this week, which means Mike White is getting the reins. I don't know who this guy is. I don't even know what college he went to, and I studied this stuff a lot. Uh, I have no clue who this guy is. He looked terrible last week, and uh, not that great. Patriots offense put up 54 points on the Jets. (laughs) I'm not starting any Jet in this game. I am, however, going to sleeper the Bengals defense because they're going against Mike White, who is someone, again, I have never, ever heard of in my life until he took the field last week. Um, Bengals are probably going to be looking for a shutout here. I don't think they're going to give up a whole lot of points. They're probably going to get some sacks. They're going to confuse uh, this, whoever Mike White is. Uh, The Jets quarterback, they're going to confuse him. They're going to make him uh, probably try and force him into some turnovers here. I just don't like that at all. So my sleeper here is the Bengals defense. Um, Gorilla, hopefully your first one o'clock game is a little more competitive. It is not. However, there are great fantasy options in it. I'm talking about the Miami Dolphins. They're headed to Buffalo to take on my beloved Buffalo Bills. You will see me in the stands at this game. The Bills are favored 13 and a half points with an over under of 48. It's a reasonably high over under for a game where Last time they played, the Bills shut them out in a 23-0 affair. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking for a very similar uh, same type of game in this one. I'm going to stud Josh Allen. Uh, The Miami Dolphins defense has absolutely been awful against quarterbacks this season. Fantasy-wise, they're ranked 28th in the NFL. 
should be a great game for Josh Allen. On another side, Josh Allen always plays fantastic after losing a game. Josh Allen lost that heartbreaker a couple of weeks ago, Monday night, to uh, the Titans. They've had a whole extra week with a bye week to prepare. You're coming in strong. Josh Allen is going to be an absolutely fantastic fantasy option at quarterback. He's worth paying up for because he's going to be expensive. On the dud side of things, I'm going to dud the Miami running back, Miles Gaskin. One of the Bills' run defense is ranked ninth in the NFL, making this not a fantastic week for a for Miles Gaskin and the Miami running back. Also, I'm looking at Miami to be playing behind for the majority of this game. The run game is going to be an afterthought. They're going to have to abandon that pretty early in this one if they have any chance whatsoever of keeping up in this game. As far as the sleeper play, Bill's defense. Uh, look, Miami has been pretty weak all year. Uh, they're 26th ranked offense overall. The Bills defense does get turnovers. They do get to the quarterback. It's going to be a good week for the Bills defense. AJ, that's two games and two sleeper defenses. <laughs> is your next one o'clock game going to be any different? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Uh, my next one o'clock game is going to be the Titans at the Colts. This is a great game. Uh, this is going to be probably the top two teams in the AFC South going forward. Uh, so this is definitely a, div- a good divisional battle and a good first place battle here. Uh, Vegas likes the Colts by two and a half in this one with an over under of 51 Colts are the home team here. Uh, I am going to stud in this one, Carson Wentz. That's right. We haven't talked about him a whole lot this year, but he is having a resurgent year in his first year in Indy. He's thrown 11 touchdowns and one interception so far in the season, not MVP type numbers by any means. Uh, but, you know, the Colts have been relying a little bit more on the run game so far this season. Uh, but he does get a great matchup against the Titans defense, giving up just under 300 passing yards a game and two touchdowns every week uh, to opposing quarterbacks. Not only that, the Titans are dead last in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. So Carson Wentz should be able to uh, find his wide receivers open pretty much all day in this one. Um which means that uh, he is my stud here. I'm going to dud Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor in this one. Uh, Derrick Henry, first of all, in his last nine games against the Colts, which is a pretty decent sample size, especially for a divisional opponent. He's averaging just over 100 yards uh, in a game and less than one touchdown per game in his last nine games against the Colts. Pair that with his inflated price uh, in daily. I think he's the number one player uh, in fantasy salary-wise. Uh, and he's just not really uh, – <laughs> that's not really that enticing. Not to mention so far this season, the Colts are ranked fourth uh, in fantasy points allowed running backs, and in their first meeting, Derrick Henry ran for slightly over 100 yards and zero touchdowns. So not liking that matchup there. On the other side of the ball, Jonathan Taylor, I said I'm doubting him as well. Um, the Titans are ranked eighth in fantasy points allowed to running backs, uh, so not, not a lot of room to run here. This game is mostly going to be played in the air. I like to see it that way, or that's the way I'm I'm figuring this to go. Uh, my sleeper in this one is going to be Michael Pittman from the Colts. Uh, he's taking over the number one role. He gets a good matchup here. He's cheap, and as mentioned earlier, the Titans are 32nd, which is dead last in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receiver groups. So Pittman is a great low-cost option this week and a good spot. Gorilla, who do you have up next? Well, we're going to talk an NFC South battle. We're going to go with the Carolina Panthers as they take on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Atlanta favored two and a half points over under of 46. Now, if you look at papers on here, 
it looks like uh, the Carolina defense is ranked reasonably high in uh, uh, high against opposing teams. However, if you look at their season, their defense was great in the first four weeks of the season and it's been absolutely awful since the last four games they have lost and they've given up a lot of fantasy points, including last week when they got destroyed by the New York Giants. Uh, yeah, Carolina is in a bit of a free fall right now, and I'm looking for that to continue against Atlanta, at least defensively. I think they'll put up points. I don't think they're going to – I think they're going to have a hard time stopping points. So I'm going to stud Calvin Ridley for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Look, Ridley's going to have himself a fantastic game against the secondary who started great and is really giving up a lot of points to receivers in the last few weeks. Uh, look for Calvin Ridley to be a, a great wide receiver play, worth a little bit of a pickup for this week. Uh, as far as studding goes, I'm going to dud Chava Hubbard. Look, if Atlanta's able to pass the ball, the Carolina running game is going to have to be an afterthought. It's going to be put in the hands of Sam Darnold to be able to throw the ball to keep up in this one. Chava Hubbard might get some passes out of the backfield. They do use him for that on occasion, but I wouldn't look for it to be enough that he's worth paying for in fantasy. I'm going to sleeper, Sam Darnold. Like I just mentioned, uh, it's a volume play here. The Atlanta Falcons secondary is also very weak. Uh, they're ranked 23rd. So look for Sam Darnold to actually have some success throwing the ball this week. Do I think it's enough to win the game? Probably not, but fantasy isn't played on uh, only players who are on teams that are winning the game. Sometimes the losing team has some great fantasy options as well. I'm looking for Sam Darnold to be one of those options this week. Yeah, sleeper quarterback. I know that's something we normally hear. AJ, what do you got next for us? Uh, next up, I have my beloved Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions. Philly is favored by three and a half in this one. First time they've been favored to win a game all season with an over-under at 48 in this one. Uh, there's some good fantasy options here on the Lions side. You've got uh, DeAndre Swift. Philly's really bad against stopping the run, so DeAndre Swift is a good option. You've also got uh, TJ Hawkinson. Philly is really bad against stopping tight ends, so that's also a good option. But my stud in this one is Jalen Hurts. Look, it hasn't always been pretty, <laughs> and they don't always have to win the game, but those garbage time points that he puts up every week is fantastic for fantasy. Jalen Hurts last four weeks, and uh, Gorilla, correct me if I'm wrong, but Philadelphia's offense the last four weeks has been abysmal, terrible, garbage, I don't know, dumpster fire. Do you have any other superlatives you'd like to use? It's kind of reminiscent of, uh, you know, like, the Bills under, like, J.P. Lossman. Right. Except here's Jalen Hurts' fantasy points for the last four weeks. 23.5 against Vegas, 26 against Tampa, just under 24 against Carolina, and 28 against Kansas City. Uh, for a starting quarterback, that is fantastic. I think that's number three on the season for average fantasy points per week. Jalen Hurts has yet to score under 20 fantasy points this season in a game. So Jalen Hurts is my stud this week. My dud, all of the Lions wide receivers. Uh, the, the Eagles defense made Derek Carr look like Tom Brady last week, and opposing quarterbacks have been completing 75% or more of their passes against this terrible secondary. But most of that damage is being done with tight ends and, and uh, running backs. They are Philadelphia's defense is ranked fifth on the season in uh, 
points allowed to opposing wide receivers and the Alliance wide receivers leave a lot to be desired. So I am avoiding them completely in this one. My sleeper, Kenneth Gainwell. He's the running back taking over from Miles Sanders for Philadelphia. I know Philly hasn't really run the ball much, but Kenny Gainwell has been used out of the backfield. He's also used in the red zone and he's somehow the goal line back there as well. So uh, if you're in a PPR league and you really want to go cheap so that you can pay up for a guy like uh, Josh Allen this week, uh, Kenneth Gainwell is your guy. Uh, pair that with uh, the Lions being really bad at stopping the run. I think they're ranked 29th on the season. There's only two teams that are worse than them. Um, they're actually worse than Philadelphia stopping the run. So uh, Kenneth Gainwell could be in for a, a decent target share this week and, and some nice volume. So he's going to be a cheap option to look at. Um, Gorilla, who do you have up next? Well, let's talk about uh, more of a blowout game here. The LA Rams, they are headed to Houston to take on the Texans. Rams are favored 14 and a half points as the underdog or as the awakening, excuse me on that one, but a high over under of 48. Bit of a high over under when you have uh, one blowout team in there. Uh, pretty much I'm expecting the Rams to put up 40 points in this game here. Therefore, the Rams are going to be really this game is pretty much right itself. Rams good. Texans bad. Uh, that's that's kind of how you play this fantasy life. However, we are going to stud Daryl Henderson for the Rams. Look, we know when the Rams build up a lead, they love to run the ball and they run the ball right down your throat. And that means Henderson. He is the he is definitely the number one back there. He definitely gets the vast majority of carries. The Texans are also the 28th ranked defense against running backs. So it's going to be a field day for Daryl Henderson. Again, this is one of those times that, oh, wow, he's really expensive. It's worth it. Pay that extra money. Another great option. Build your fantasy team around this week is Daryl Henderson. I'm going to dud the Houston defense. Look, the Rams put up a lot of points all season in the air, on the ground. It doesn't matter. The Houston Houston defense is going against a fourth-ranked offense in the NFL. This is not a good matchup. If you're Houston, this is a this is a very uh, this is a very going to be a very boring, tough week if you're a Texan fan of this one. I'm going to sleeper Rams tight end Tyler Higby. There's a player we don't really talk about all too much, but the Texans give up a ton of points to tight end. The Rams are looking to play that talent possession, control the ball, and just ram it down the throat. Oftentimes, the pass is not going to a tight end. Tyler Higby is that tight end. The Texans give up a lot of fantasy points to tight ends. In fact, they are ranked 31st uh, at stopping the tight end. So uh, it, this is a great week if you're a Rams fan. It's kind of going to be almost a boring game. But look for the Rams to destroy their fantastic fantasy options if you're an L.A. fan. Uh, if you're a Houston fan, this is not the fantasy game to be picking your players. Uh, pretty much that just sums this game up in a whole. AJ, who do you got next? Uh, next up, I have a very uninspiring game. But before we move on to that, uh, when is the last time that you saw a team as bad as Houston that Vegas is favoring to get blown out by double digits almost every week of the season? It has to have been like I'm. I'm going and I'm going back a number of years. The year that Detroit didn't win a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 0 16 Detroit team. Yeah, yeah. That, that has, has to be it. 
Houston is so bad that they're, they're, they've literally been double digit and almost two touchdown underdogs in like their last five games. That's not good. Anyways, uh, moving on to the uh, next uninspiring game I have of the weekend is going to be 49ers at the Bears. The 49ers are favored by three and a half with an over under at 39 and a half. So Vegas thinks there's going to be a couple of field goals in this game, maybe a nice defensive battle and not a whole lot of scoring going on, apparently. Uh, my stud in this one is going to be Debo Samuel for the 49ers. The Bears are 29th in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Samuel is the obvious number one on this team. It doesn't matter who's a quarterback. They're going to target him. So I like that matchup. I'm doubting on uh, the San Francisco running game, including Elijah Mitchell, who is the number one running back right now in San Fran. Uh, the Bears are tough against the run. This is a bad matchup, so I'm going to avoid this entire San Francisco backfield in this one. However, I'm going to sleeper on the other side of the ball, the Bears running back, Khalil Herbert. He's taken over the lead back duties. Um, and since he burst on the scene uh, three weeks ago against the Raiders, he's uh, involved in the passing game. He's involved, obviously, in the running game and on the goal line. He's put up a, He put up over 100 yards on the number seven ranked Bucks defense last week in a game where uh, the Bears scored three points. He still ran the ball effectively against them. So uh, props to him. And he also put up 100 yards and a touchdown on the Packers defense that was ranked uh, one spot lower than the 49ers. So, again, if you're looking to save some money on one running back so you can get a guy like Daryl Henderson in your lineup, Khalil Herbert might be a good guy to look at. Uh, Gorilla, who's up next for you? All right, this is my last 1 o'clock game here. I think this is the last 1 o'clock game. We have an AFC North battle. Uh, and the AFC North is weird because really you can make an argument for every single team walking away with a division. So every these games mean a little bit more, but we got the Steelers taking on the Browns in this one. Uh, Browns favored three and a half points. Really, that's home field advantage. A low over under of 42 and a half. Uh, very low over under, and I think it's accurate. I think these teams are really going to cancel each other out. I don't think this is a great fantasy game uh, for, for picking players. So, so when I say players, it's more kind of a they're going to be the, the studs are going to be more of an average play this week. They're going to be the best for the game, however, probably possibly not the best for your team. Uh, I'm going to stud Chase Claypool, the Pittsburgh wide receiver in this one. Cleveland does give up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. It's kind of their big weakness right now is their secondary. So I'm looking for Claypool to have himself a fantastic game. He's reasonably affordable. He's just kind of averaging your daily leagues, making him a decent option this week. I'm going to dud Pittsburgh running back Trent Richardson. I mean, Najee Harris. Well, they're the same person. Uh, I'm not a fan of Harris this week. He really hasn't shown us a whole lot of life. He's had a good game this season. I'm not looking for that to be the case against the stout Cleveland rushing defense. While they give up points in the air, they do not on the ground a bad week for Najee Harris. As far as a sleeper play, he's back. Nick Chubb is set to play. He's limited at practice. However, all the experts are saying that he will be suiting up and will be ready to go by Sunday. So check your injury report. But if he plays, look for Nick Chubb to have a decent return game because he's been gone for a while. His price has kind of dropped in daily, making it more of a steal because we know how much Cleveland likes to utilize Nick Chubb as a uh, as a running back in their in their offensive scheme. AJ, you want to kick us off with some four o'clock action? Yeah, four o'clock games. The Patriots go to the West Coast to take on the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are going to be favored by four here with an over under at 48 and a half, which is 
uh, right about average. My stud in this one is going to be Mike Williams. Uh, I know the Patriots defense has been pretty good against opposing wide receiver groups, uh, but Mike Williams is coming off a bye week, which means he's got that knee healthy and right, uh, and he's been absolutely dominant this season when he is right. Uh, so he should continue that dominance here against this Patriots defense. I don't think that they have anyone that matches up with him on that defense. Uh, my dud here is going to be Austin Eckler. Patriots ranked 12th in fantasy points, allows opposing running backs. Um, I like that to continue here. Also, Eckler has been very inconsistent uh, this season so far, so I believe he's going to struggle quite a bit in this one. Uh, the Chargers are probably just going to air this boat, air this one out. And I have two sleepers from both from New England in this one. First one's going to be Hunter Henry. He gets a matchup with the Chargers defense ranked 29th against tight ends on the season. To put that in perspective, that's seven spots lower than my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, who are absolute trash guarding tight ends so far in the season. So take that for what it's worth. Um, my second sleeper is Damian Harris, uh, the New England running back. Again, great matchup here. The only teams worse than the Chargers stopping the run are the Eagles, the Lions, and the Jets so far in the season. So uh, Damian Harris could be in for a big workload here as well. Um, Gorilla, who is your first four o'clock game? Well, if you're ever having a hard time going to sleep, you need a little bit of a help, some medicine, you can watch the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Seattle Seahawks. They play at four o'clock. Uh, Seahawks are, are sorry, Jaguars are favored three and a half points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a thing over under a 44. Uh, really, the, this is a game of which, which is the Seattle second string better than the Jacksonville Jaguars? That's really the question in this one. So much so that I am studying the Seattle tight end, Gerald Everett. I think this is a great game for a tight end. Uh, yeah, I'm studying a tight end. I know that's crazy, but as far as fantasy-wise, it really is the best option in this game. The Jacksonville Jaguar gives up a lot of points to tight ends. They're ranked 26th in the NFL. The defense is so low for Gerald Everett to have himself a fantastic, uh, a fantastic game, him to be the go-to fantasy option in this one. I'm going to dud the Jaguars' defense. Look, well, it's a low over-under. I'm not a fan of that Jaguars defense. They haven't shown any sort of life all season. I'm sure they're kind of on the lookout, knowing that they have a very tough game next week against my beloved Buffalo Bills. Uh, the, the Jacksonville don't look for this defense to be good for any real length of time. Uh, I'm going to stud Alex, or sleeper Alex Collins for the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, right now, uh, with Carson on the IR, Rashad Penny is listed as the number one back. However, we're beginning to see Alex Collins used a lot more in the red zone scene. He's kind of becoming the touchdown and the goal line back for Seattle. I look for that to continue this week. Look for Alex Collins to be a really cheap option at a running back for your for your teams if you want to spend up a little bit more for your Henderson or Allen or any players like that. AJ, who do you got? Who else you got at four o'clock? Uh, my last four o'clock game is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to New Orleans, take on the Saints. Bucks are favored by four and a half here with an over under 50. My stud in this one is Alvin Kamara. Um, I know that Tampa's offense has, or uh, Tampa's defense is ranked, you know, number seven against running back so far in the season. The Alvin Kamara is starting to heat up. The 
addition of Mark Ingram coming back with that uh, midweek trade, bringing him back in the fold there means Kamara can go back to focusing on the things he excels at, which is catching passes out of the backfield and running those sweeps and outside runs. He doesn't have to get beat up running up inside in the line anymore. So I like Kamara to kind of relax in this one and actually get back to playing the way that we know he can. Uh, he is due for some touchdown uh progression um his he's regressed quite a bit his numbers don't look very good uh the yardage is there the catches are there the touchdowns are not so i look for kamara to have a, a decent week this week my dud this week is going to be Jameis winston uh tampa's secondary again has not been very good uh, on the season so you would think that if anything uh new orleans would attack this game in the air and not on the ground with kamara i really think it's going to be the opposite um you know, we saw what Tampa could do last week against the Bears. I know it was Justin Fields starting, but uh, Tampa's receivers are, or I'm sorry, the Bears receivers are, are decent. And uh, it looks like Tampa's secondary is getting healthy at the right time. So I don't like Winston's odds on this one. I think they're going to spend most of the day relying on Kamara here. Uh, so I'm going to dud Jameis Winston and I'm going to sleeper Chris Godwin. If I told you last week in the game that Tom Brady threw his 600 touchdown and Mike Evans caught three touchdowns himself in that game that Chris Godwin had eight catches, a hundred yards on a touchdown, but nobody knows about it because everyone was talking about the other two players. <laughs> so Chris Godwin is uh target share has been up in recent weeks, especially with Antonio Brown being out. Uh, his price has dropped in the last few weeks, but uh, the targets are there and the catches are there and Brady's looking for, for him in the end zone. So I like this to be a big Chris Godwin week. Um, Gorilla that brings us to our last four o'clock game. Yes, it does. We got that football team from Washington. They're going to Denver to take on the Broncos. Broncos favored three and a half points. Really, that's home field advantage with an over-under of only 43. This is going to be a much more defensive affair. I'm looking for not a whole lot of scoring in this one. However, I don't think this is going to be a bad game. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. If you're a fan of defensive, hard-nosed football, I think that's what we got here. And I'm looking to stud the Denver defense. Yes, I am studying a defense. The Washington football team has been known to turn the ball over. The Denver defense has been known to get turnovers. So uh, th this is a great play defensively. It's a cheaper play. It, it's, it's a great stud play. It's a safe play. I like the Denver defense this week. I'm going to dud Antonio Gibson in this one. That Denver defense is a fantastic run defense. They, they do not they do not get a, give up a lot of fantasy points to running backs at all. I'm looking for that to continue to be a thing here. Antonio Gibson has struggled in recent weeks. We haven't seen a whole lot of life out of him in the last few. I'm looking for that to continue and Gibson to continue his downward spiral. Perhaps he'll come back in a different game. Who knows? I'm going to sleeper in this one. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, the Denver quarterback. I know that's crazy. I can't believe I'm saying it. However, the Washington football team is the absolute worst team in the NFL as far as fantasy points to quarterbacks. So uh, if you're looking to save a little bit of money there at QB, I would, I would head to the Bridgewater direction in this one. I think this is a good game for him. AJ, Sunday night football, what you got for us? Sunday night, I got the, my not-beloved Dallas Cowboys, the team that I hate more than pretty much anything. At the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Vikings are actually favored two and a half here with an over under of 53 and a half. Uh, my stud in this one, Kurt Cousins, 
Uh, Dallas secondary is pretty much all or nothing. Trayvon Diggs leads the league in interceptions, but he's also been burned his fair share as well. So he is either going to be pick sixing or looking like some burnt toast. Uh, in fact, Dallas is giving up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks so far this season. Cousins has been hot lately, and he should take advantage of this weaker secondary in this one. I'm going to dud Dalvin Cook here. Uh, as bad as Dallas has been against quarterbacks and wide receivers, they've been good against opposing running backs. Uh, so ranked just outside the top 10 in points allowed to opposing running backs. Look for Dalvin Cook to do most of his damage in the passing game here. So he's still going to be okay in your PPR leagues, but I don't think he's worth his price in daily. Uh, especially this week, my sleeper here. And this is, there's a caveat here. <clears throat> if Dak Prescott is not playing, my sleeper is going to be the Vikings defense. Uh, Dak Prescott's been limited with a calf injury. As of now, he's not 100% to even play. And the Cowboys are playing things really close to the vest, not saying one thing or the other, but everything that they are saying such that in, they're saying a lot of things like you can't win the Super Bowl in week eight. We don't want this to linger on farther into the season. You know, those kinds of things that makes you think that Dak Prescott's going to be held out of this one for mostly precautionary reasons, which means I like the Vikings defense here against whoever Dallas' backup is. And that's going to bring us to Monday Night Football, Gorilla. I know I made you talk about the Cowboys, but that's just because, well, the Giants play Monday night. You were going to have to talk about one of them. Uh, <laughs> the Giants are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored 10 points and over under very high at 51 and a half points. You know, the Giants had a little bit of life against Carolina last week uh, in their last game. Uh, I don't really expect that to continue very much against the Chiefs team. However, that Chiefs defense does give up a lot of points here. Well, let's get in and talk about this game here. Uh, first, this game is going to be played in the air for both teams. Look, the Chiefs running backs are all hurt, but they put up points. The Giants... Well, they're all hurt. However, they're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to want to have any chance at keeping up with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to stud Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs tight end. I think this is a great Kelsey week. Uh, I think once the Chiefs build up to some sort of a lead, and they will, uh, there's going to be a lot of plays, sharp plays to Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey is just going to run all over them in a sense. So look for Travis Kelsey to be worth the uh, additional price this week in your daily leagues. I'm going to dud Devontae Booker, Saquon Barkley. Still isn't practicing. Still not expected to play. Devontae Booker is their running back then. It's going to be an afterthought. They're going to have to throw the ball if they want to keep up against the city. I already mentioned that. Devontae Booker is going to be an absolute dud. However, because they're going to have to throw the ball to keep up, and I know that the Giants wide receivers are hurt, Daniel Jones has found that he can get the ball to somebody. God only knows who it's going to be this game. It's hard to predict who he's going to throw the ball to. However, Daniel Jones is in a horrible play at sleeper. If you're looking to save money somewhere else, Daniel Jones will be a decent quarterback to play for the Giants at Kansas City. Again, they do give up a lot of points in the air. The fantasy points in the air this season, we've been saying it all season that you can pick against Kansas City and get good points. Look for Daniel Jones to be the case on Monday Night Football. That brings us to our top players of the week. AJ, do you want to start us off at quarterback? At quarterback, my number one quarterback of the week is going to be Josh Allen. He's the number one quarterback uh, price in daily. He's going to be worth it this week. Uh, that Miami defense is absolute garbage. Uh, 
Josh Allen's going to be able to throw the ball all over them. He'll probably run the ball as well. He does get you those rushing yards. He may even rush one in himself. So I like Josh Allen this week. I am doubting Mike White, the Jets starting quarterback, because he's Mike White. And I'm sleeping Teddy Bridgewater. Gorilla talked about him in the write-up. He gets a great matchup against a terrible defense. So I like Bridgewater this week. I, too, am going to stud Josh Allen. It's really hard not to go the Josh Allen route. I did talk about him a fair amount in the write-up. And note, when me and AJ agree, we are spot on. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to – I think that's a great play for him. I'm going to dud Mike White for the New York Jets. Uh, I'm not a fan uh, of a person that I've never, ever heard of before. The Jets don't have any real supporting cast to be able to help him. It just it's just a horrible matchup. I'm going to sleeper Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill for the Tennessee Titans. They got that great matchup against the Colts, a very fun game matchup. I mean, and look for him to put up some fantasy points because again, I think this game is going to be played in the air, much like AJ said. Uh, AJ, you want to talk about running backs? At running back, I'm studying Joe Mixon for my running back of the week. I talked about it in my write up. The Jets are literally last and not even by a little bit at giving up points to opposing running backs. Joe Mixon's going to run all over them. It's going to be great to watch if you have Joe Mixon on your fantasy team. My doubt is going to be Mike Davis for the Falcons. The uh, Carolina Panthers are one of the top three teams in all of football and giving up points to opposing running backs. So Mike Davis is in for a long day. And my sleeper, I talked about in my write-up for the Philadelphia game, is Kenneth Gainwell. Again, he's super cheap. If you want to be able to fit some other uh, more expensive running backs in your or quarterbacks in your lineup, he's a great play for like a flex spot. He's real, real cheap. He's going to keep you under your cap, uh, and I think he's going to get a good target share this week. Gorilla, who do you like at running back? I like Joe Henderson for the Rams. I talked about him in my write-up. I think he's got a great matchup against that Houston Texans team. Uh, I, I I really think he's a go-to guy this week if there's a, as far as running backs. I think he's worth the extra money. I'm going to dud Mark Ingram for the Houston Texans uh, against Daryl Henderson. They're going to have to throw the ball if they want to succeed. I'll also came out that Mark Ingram, it looks like they're possibly trading him. So we're not quite sure what we're going to see out of him in this game, uh, I, it's just, I think I'd avoid it. I have no clue where they were talking about trading Mark Ingram to. I know they were talking about trading him, though, so it's not a good sign if it's a guy that you're looking to start. Mark, Ingram, to, uh, Mark, Ingram, Mark Ingram got traded back to the Saints. I got traded back to the Saints. Well, either way, their other running back there is uh, Philip Lindsay. so don't start him either. Again, Houston's going to have to throw the ball to succeed. As far as my sleeper play, Going back to my beloved Buffalo Bills, Devin Singletary is a good sleeper play this week. Uh, last time they played the Dolphins, he had himself a fantastic game. The Dolphins give up a lot of points to running backs. I'm looking for that to continue. Buffalo to get a lead and kind of pound it down their throat. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are the two backs there. I'm looking for it to be a good Singletary week. AJ, who do you got at wide receiver? Uh, it's a tough week for me at wide receiver. I like Debo Samuel to be the wide receiver one of the week uh, against the uh, Bears. He's really the only target that they're going to look at in San Francisco, and the Bears aren't very good at stopping opposing wide receivers. So I like Debo. Uh, I'm dunning Terry McLaurin against the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are tough on opposing wide receivers, so I, I'm not liking that matchup. 
Same game, different side of the sideline. I'm sleeping Cortland Sutton for the Broncos against that 32nd ranked Washington pass defense. Uh, Cortland Sutton is the number one guy there. I think he's going to be in for a nice week this week. All right. I'm going to try. I'm going to double down, uh, studying Kelvin Ridley for the Atlanta Falcons against the Carolina Panthers, who are in a free fall as a team right now. We're going to take advantage of that at wide receiver. I'm going to dud Terry McLaurin for Washington. It's just a horrible matchup for them. I'm not looking for them to have any success throwing the ball whatsoever, agreeing with AJ there. I'm going to sleeper. Jalen Rager for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah, I'm jumping aboard and, and I'm calling a successful Eagle player. AJ, I think that's the first time I've done that this season. It's, uh, it's nice that you point out my Eagles every now and again, especially when they're favored against the winless Browns, um, <laughs> but only by three points. <laughs> uh, moving on to tight ends, I'm studying TJ Hawkinson for the Lions against my beloved Philadelphia Eagles because they don't cover tight ends. So uh, TJ Hawkinson's probably going to find the end zone at least once this week, and he'll probably put up about 60 to 80 yards as well. He's not super expensive. He's not really even priced as one of like the top tier tight ends in your daily league. So TJ Hawkinson's a great option this week. Uh, I'm dudding Jared Cook for the Chargers. Uh, the New England Patriots are really good against stopping tight ends, and Jared Cook has had a couple of big weeks. So I think that ends here, and I'm going to sleeper. Tyler Higby for the Rams. He gets a dream matchup against the last ranked uh, Texans defense. So I look for Tyler Higby to have a big week. Gorilla, who do you like at tight end? I'm get a double down. I like Travis Kelsey on Monday night. I think this is a fantastic Monday night football matchup for him against the Giants. I'm looking for him to be worth the extra money this week. I think he's a fantastic play. I'm going to dud Jack Doyle from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, look, the Carson Wentz really hasn't been utilizing his tight ends as much as he has his receivers. Um, they've been playing more of a blocking scheme in this one, which is great and essential. However, it's not going to put up any fantasy points for you. Uh, I'm just not a fan of Doyle in that great AFC South matchup. I'm going to sleeper Dawson Knox. Josh Allen and Dawson Knox have a great relationship. They get the ball to each other. They even uh, – go through the prom pose for their touchdown celebration. I'm looking for that to continue that relationship to continue this week and a fantastic matchup against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I know I'm, I'm calling a lot of bills this week. I think it's a great fantasy week for the Buffalo bills. AJ, who do you got a kicker? Uh, kickers are people too, you know, and Evan McPherson is my kicker of the week for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they're going to put up a ton of points, which means a lot of opportunities for points for their kicker. I'm dunning Jason Sanders for the Dolphins against your beloved Buffalo Bills. Something the Dolphins are going to score a lot this week. And I'm sleeping Jake Elliott for my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. I think, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of points scored on both sides in that game. Uh, so I think that uh, Jake Elliott's going to be a nice option as a sleeper if you're in a league that plays with a kicker. All right, I'm going to stud uh, Zerline for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. I think he's gonna. I think that game's gonna be a lot of field goals for Dallas. I think they're gonna get down there and kick the field goals kind of thing against Minnesota. I like Zerline in that game. I I am going to dud Santos against the 49ers. Uh, I'm not a fan of the the Bears kicker in this one here. I think it's a. I don't think that's a great play this week. I'm going to sleeper. 
I'm going to sleeper. Again, Tyler Bass for the Buffalo Bills. We haven't really brought him up because the Bills have been scoring touchdowns all week. I think he's going to come down to field goals in the end of it. They're just going to punch the ball in the middle as many times as they can and take the three points like Tyler Bass this week for the Buffalo Bills. AJ, you want to take us home here with defense? Defenses. I hate picking it. Well, I love picking on the Jets, actually. So I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, I'm stunning the Bengals defense against Mike White and the New York Jets uh, because they're led by Mike White. I'm dudding the Cowboys defense against the Vikings. That game, I think, is going to be pretty high scoring, and the uh, Vikings tend to take care of the football a little bit more than most teams. They really just don't turn the ball over a whole lot. So I don't think – I think that string of interceptions for Trayvon Diggs and that Cowboys defense is going to end this week. And I'm going to sleeper the Seahawks defense against the Jacksonville Jaguars because none of those teams are going to score anyway. (laughs) Carilla, who do you like at defense this week? I like the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're a great defense this week going against against, uh, the Chicago Bears in this one. I'm I'm a fan of 49ers. I'm going to dud – the New York Jets defense uh, against Cincinnati, even Mike White aside, even if they had their normal starting quarterback in this one, I would still dud the Jets defense against Cincinnati. They would still be able to put up points. It's even worse now. And I am going to sleeper. It almost seems weird to sleeper when I study San Francisco sleeper, the Denver defense. I really like that matchup against Washington. I think Denver defense is going to be a great play this week. Uh, and AJ, that just about does it. Uh, we'll have our picks up on Facebook later tonight. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll put them up later tonight and everyone can check out how we did. Uh, for those of you that are interested, because our picks are not posted for this week yet, uh, Gorilla and I split last night. I did have the Packers uh, to cover the six and a half and uh gorilla liked arizona to win by a touchdown which did not happen obviously um so i got a 1-0 lead which is great but gorilla still ahead of me by one game on the season uh, we get a lot of uh a lot of new names this week that we talked about for our studs and duds and uh, especially some of our sleeper players a lot of a lot of new names a lot of interesting matchups this week yeah it's gonna be a great week for football i'll be at the bills dolphins game and i'm hoping to make it home in time to watch uh, at least the end of the four o'clock games and Sunday night football. Yeah, I will be uh, spending the weekend at work and probably watching the games in between uh, doing whatever I do at work. Um, But (laughs) that'll wrap us up for week eight. Gorilla and I will be back next week to uh, recap some of this week eight action and certainly break down all of the week nine fantasy uh, options for y'all so that you can continue to dominate all of your leagues. Uh, For Gorilla, I am AJ, and we will see you next week.